0: The episode of Friends of Film on podcasts, latest movie news, and theatrical releases. You can find us on Twitter, Facebook, Stitcher, SoundCloud, and iTunes by searching Friends of Film. As always, I'm your host Cooper Hood, the man who once had an idea to bring together a group of average people to see if we could become something more. So that when the world needed movie news to discuss, the world had us. Joining me on this adventure, as always, is Josh Straley.
1: Ooh, epic! It is epic. Didn't know we had such a mythos surrounding this pod. We were were formed for a reason, (laughs) and And the reason was
0: to discuss the Avengers Infinity War trailer.
1: And it's finally come. It is here!
0: I'm so excited. Yeah. This, I watched an hour and a half of of GMA this morning, Mm -hmm. woke up at like, I woke up at 6.30 because I was so excited I couldn't sleep, woke up before my alarm even went off, Right. and I just sat there waiting and waiting for this trailer. Oh, great. And... It was pretty epic, mm-hmm. and we're going to talk about it, talk about our reaction to it, kind of give our overall impressions, and then okay. do a like basically a frame by frame breakdown analysis of the entire thing, as uh, you know we've done in the past for trailers like with Justice League. Or mm-hmm. We did one with The Last Jedi, yep. um, but this one, you know. It's getting its own pod because it's so big. Right. It's our second emergency episode. Um, and this was almost fitting because it's our 100th episode this week. So we're going to call this a primer to the 100th. Sure. Because, um, you know, Marvel obviously is a big fan of our podcast. And they're like, hey, it's the 100th episode of Friends of mm-hmm. Film. We know Cooper's a huge fan. Of course. Let's give him the Infinity Work trailer to talk makes about. Makes sense. But even then, I don't know if we'd have enough time in a regular episode to talk about this, as well as the other news that's come out this week. So it's an emergency episode. Mm -hmm. It worked out perfectly. Uh, If this goes well, depending on the time limit, depending on my schedule, depending on how many times I'm rewatching this trailer over and over again, this may go up on YouTube. Our Long Forgotten YouTube page may put it up there uh, with our voices. As well as with the scenes, you can see the scenes that we're talking about as we're talking about them. If that's something, uh, you know, that could be beneficial to you guys. Um, even though, hopefully, you have already seen the trailer to this point. But we got it this morning. Mm-hmm. Yesterday, I know we're just we're just delaying this as much as possible. It yes. seems like it's killing me. But I just wanted to give credit to Marvel for announcing the trailer the way they did. They put together a compilation of fan reaction videos to previous MCU uh, trailers kind of did this whole thing building up to the reveal that the trailer's tomorrow. And then they also have fed into the fan, uh, the fandom a little bit with Tom Holland and Mark Ruffalo being their notorious leakers (laughs) and the ones who can't keep any secrets in the MCU family. Mm -hmm. And they revealed the first post yesterday by having Tom Holland go on Instagram live and being like, Oh look, I got this package from Mark Ruffalo. Oh, Look, guys, it's the poster. Oh, I wasn't supposed to show this. Oh, no. <laughs> and, like, you know, I love that they're they're honoring the fans and be like, yeah. this is for you. We mm-hmm. know this means a lot. And we're also going to play it up to your expectations the way we reveal things and uh, make, I think, the fans as much a part of this movie as possible. But... I've been talking for a while. Yeah.
1: So, cut, so yeah, cut the crap now and get into it, man. What did you think? Oh, it was so good. All it was right. So
0: good. It was, uh, <laughs>
1: I, I don't know if I could say it was everything I imagined because okay. I had
0: imagined scenes that were described in the Infinity War D23 trailer mm-hmm. that we talked about at length and those scenes weren't in there. So then I was like, oh, I wish I got to see these scenes. But yeah, we got to see all this other stuff, uh, which was pretty exciting. Got chills, uh, tons of excitement. I'm so amped for this movie uh <laughs> it's coming very quickly as yeah. hard as I just believe it's <laughs> six months away uh and before we get into kind of the breakdown of the trailer itself uh i knew instantly like it starts with the voiceover which was great and kind of you know shots of all the different characters mm-hmm. but then when Silvestri's score kicked in from the original avengers i was like oh oh i love it i love it already and that's when i knew like marvel's taking care of us uh it delivered on everything I'd wanted, and it has plenty of things to talk about, as yeah. we will do for the next—I don't know—several, several, several mm-hmm. minutes. But that, those are my thoughts. The big, the big Marvel guy here. Yeah. What did you think of this trailer? In you know your general thoughts. Okay,
1: general thoughts. I think it's delivering on the story, the way I, th- I You know, I was expecting it to. Uh, I love the first Avengers film. Didn't really like Age of Ultron at all because it. And th- but then came Captain America: Civil War, which is like Avengers three point f- no two point five. Yeah. And it kind of continues the disjointed union or like that chemical mixture that Coulson describes early in the first Avengers, or is that well, Nick Fury? If, Coul- if Coulson's describing it, no. It's Ruffalo Avengers. describes. Oh, in well, they're Avengers. like a, yeah, 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 and I'm then what about. and then all of a sudden we. Infinity Wars trailer comes up, and it's just, everything seems cold and broken, the way things were left after Ultron and after Civil, Civil War. War, yeah and then we're watching the trailer, like, yeah, this is, this is it, this is it, and then all of a sudden, it all just picks up, like you said, that original score from the first Avengers uh, pops up, Captain America steps out of the dark and all these things, and you know, it's <laughs> like... Oh hey, this is why I love the first movie so much, and yeah, it's uh, it's very cool to see uh, all these characters that have been, especially in this most latest phase, mm-hmm. who have been separated and have nothing to do with anything at all. Yeah, uh, colliding in so many ways. Um, but yeah, it just felt really good. Yeah, I
0: mean, like I didn't have many doubts that they'd be able to pull. Pulling this all together, I didn't, I didn't mm-hmm. think they wouldn't be able to pull this off because of the Russo's history in doing so. With Civil War, they pulled together so many different character arcs and character threads and brought it all into one story basically seamlessly, uh, in my opinion. Yeah, just And about. it looks like they're doing the same here where you're, they're pulling in Iron Man. They're pulling in Doctor Strange. Cap is back with his whole team. Black Panther's coming in. The Guardians are here. Mm-hmm. Thor's here. Hulk's here. Everybody. It's a big party. Yeah. And each of them feel like the characters they should be in an Avengers movie. They feel like they're the characters they have been in their previous solo movies. They feel like they should be here, which is also important. It doesn't feel like, oh, I don't I don't know if you need to be here because, right. you know, you're not that important. Like, I think you can argue sure. for... You know, for Civil War, there's you know Spider-Man's. He's kind. He he doesn't have to be in this movie. Shoehorned
1: in, but he he
0: is he is brought in (laughs) for the expansion of the universe. And I think the same could go for a couple Mm -hmm. people on on Cap's side as well. But uh, let's get into the trailer specifically. Yeah, we start off with just kind of a just a regular shot of an orange planet. Mm -hmm. Don't know what this planet is. Right. Uh, Based on the look of other scenes that happen in this trailer. I believe this will be this is definitely not earth for one but I think this is going to be a very important set piece of the movie and uh a place that could eventually see you know Iron Man journey there battling Thanos and trying to combat the mad titan himself um but other than that we don't really get too much info on what's happening here.
1: Yeah, it's just like I said I think I pulled it up to watch right before we started and like it's kind of a Star Wars-esque opening there cuz you know we get this little like that click noise—not mm-hmm. really a click noise, but it's like touching a dial pad, yeah. you know. And then the camera spins from an angle and then shows us that planet. And like, yeah, like you said, um, talk about some other world out there. Mm-hmm. And this definitely looks like another world, especially in subsequent shots throughout the trailer that seem to establish an orange planet.
0: Yes, and one of the, the one of the, or the very next shot that is happening as Samuel Jackson's Nick Fury, is saying there was an idea. So mm-hmm. he's starting off. This monologue that is combined for you know six different people basically kind of setting up what Infinity War is going to be. But the first shot we see of an actual character is Iron Man, unsurprisingly. But it's just kind of looks like it's Tony Stark. It's not Iron Man's suit. It's Tony. He's there. The orange background is behind him, hinting that it is that same orange planet from the very first shot and he, uh he looks a little worse for the wear uh,
1: that's the, he looks well done i mean yeah. like roasted <laughs> uh battered br- bruised bloodied uh, or just charred mm-hmm. i mean some kind of fire
0: yeah and... i don't i don't know he is he's basically like, hunched over it looks like he's holding somebody else's hand but we believe it's just his hand yeah and on second um,
1: look it does look like that okay. and
0: that like he's i mean he's clearly in in shock in grieving possibly um, it wouldn't surprise me if when this movie comes out and we see the full you know, sequence of events that lead up to this moment if there's somebody laying on the ground there in peril or even in death and uh, who that's going to be I don't know but uh, it's setting the stakes early for uh, for what is to come in this trailer and I mm-hmm. love it but the next thing we see then Or We start to hear Tony then saying uh, to bring together a group of remarkable people. And as this shot is or as this is playing out, we see Bruce Banner just in a bunch of debris. We don't know what's happening, what's happened. And then we cut real quick and standing over top of him, Dr. Strange and Wong. Hulk has fallen into the sanctum sanctorum.
1: Yeah. I mean, like just messed it up completely because like there he is. And then, and then I, think, I think there's another shot right after it or beyond that. Mm-hmm. I think he's an Establishment. So then you see this big crevice yeah. that he's made in the stairwell. Beautiful stairs, by the way. Uh, and, you know, it, yeah, I don't know. He's back on Earth. He is. So that sparks a billion questions. First of all, how did he get there? Or, I mean, possibly even more importantly, how does he fall
0: directly into the roof of Doctor Strange's house? Was, <sighs> this, was this purposeful or... Was he fighting Thanos and Thanos just like Chuck throw you down? And he, like, just he tries to attack, uh, you know, Doctor Strange with by throwing Hulk at him.
1: <laughs> I, I do, I, I don't know. That's a good question, but it almost looks like it's a startup point, right? Po- possibly. I mean, from what we know from the D23
0: trailer, uh thor in, is like the first thing we see in that and he's just floating out in space mm-hmm. and then he gets hit by the guardians so if something's happened that destroyed that as guardianship yeah and hulk went flying is it possible that he just came flying perfect trajectory to earth and crashed into the well, how does hulk just go flying i mean can he well, no, I mean, survive they, in space you know, something like you know some if thanos smacked him you know, in space his momentum would just continue to carry him. How did right? the physics
1: like that work? I don't know. I'm well I'm thinking theorizing. this though. I'm okay. thinking this though. I mean we'll get to it in a second, but uh I think I think Hulk was deposited there by somebody else. Not Thanos, but someone who's a little bit trickier. And Really? Yeah, because we already there's an establishment in Ragnarok, of course, that Um, A particular person, perhaps, that knows magic, like Loki or anyone else on board that Asgardian ship, could have sent him there because that's on Earth, and Mm -hmm. they know that dude knows magic. So perhaps, and that kicks off, and that's sort of Stark's MacGuffin. Like, oh, hey, Bruce is laying in the inner sanctum of some magical doctor guy? I better (laughs) go check it out.
0: So, okay, so just to clear it up, you don't have to be cagey. Are oh, you yeah, saying, you I think
1: it's... Loki sent him there, for sure, because really? they're be- they're being attacked by, um... They're being attacked by Thanos By Thanos? the Black Order. yeah. Right, and another, sh- I mean, we'll get to it a little bit later, but it looks like Loki is certainly, uh, you know, succumbing, or at least, you know, bending the knee in some respects, yeah. uh, so perhaps it was sort of like, oh, Thor just got knocked out, uh, okay, we'll see you, Hulk, magic hey, uh, don't kill me, here's this.
0: Interesting. I I could see that. I mean, I guess it would explain... I'm just trying to figure out how Hulk lands directly in the Sanctum Sanctorum. So I guess if Loki sent him there, yes. maybe his spell or whatever he used to transport him there wasn't pinpoint accuracy, and he you know, dropped Hulk off in the sky, and then he fell through the... <laughs> I mean, that's possible. Uh, the poor, poor Sanctum Sanctorum's been through a lot with uh, the Thor Ragnarok. Yes. Creating, you know, Mjolnir destroyed... Pieces of it as far as we could well, hear. And, and then...
1: Uh, now Bruce has fallen through the sky. And Before that, what's his name? Just totally trashed it as well. Oh, yeah. Yep, yep. Matt Bickelson's character, whose name escapes me. Yeah, but,
0: uh, you know, outside of that, I also love... I like that, you know, we're getting intro to... You know, we're bringing all these characters together very mm-hmm. quickly. We yep. see... I mean, if this is the case, and if it is, you know, if, like you speculate, it is Loki that sends him here, then is... You know, then it's setting up and it's getting Doctor Strange and Wong into the mix very early on. Um, we would assume, so I, I like that a lot. Uh, moving on from that scene, then we get a cut over to—I don't know exactly where at. I think it's like uh, you know it's some European uh, country. Okay. But we see a very human-looking Paul Bettany as Vision and uh, Scarlet Witch. Mm-hmm. They're kind of they're bunkered up together in a room yeah. it looks like they're hiding uh not, not not a surprise necessarily but we i think the most interesting part of this comes when they cut back to vision to see his full human form but he still has the mind stone
1: mm-hmm. what's happening here <laughs> uh is it a vision or something not a vision but is, can she conger conjure illusions um uh, possibly
0: could that be it then maybe? that could be uh i think it's it's one of two things and as this is playing out vision joins the monologue the voiceover stuff and says to see if we could become something more
1: mm-hmm.
0: so this is either i think an evolution scarlet witch's abilities and her hexing powers and she's able to either manipulate vision's body actually and the physical appearance of it or maybe she's put a spell on herself to make her to make her see him that way, yeah, that would be really interesting. If she if she really wanted to be with him, but couldn't get over the robotic look of him, right? Uh, that'd be an interesting thing mm-hmm. to see play out. Um, but it could also be Vision, maybe figuring out more of his abilities. I mean, we've, we we we've seen him change densities. That's right, he can phase through objects. Um, he can. I mean, even when he was first born in an Age of Ultron, he looked at Thor and was like. All right, so this is the look, gave himself a cape, yeah. armor, modeled after Thor. <laughs> so I, I guess it's possible that Vision can manipulate his entire form then and then could be like, well, I don't need to look like this. And, you know, everybody knows me as Vision right? because I'm big, green, red, and yellow. Yeah. But I could manipulate myself mm-hmm. to just look like a human, and that right. makes
1: sense. Yeah, do a terrible comb over with the bangs or something like that. And right. He's got the mind stone <laughs> hidden. You
0: know, yeah, I guess I don't know why you wouldn't be able to hide the mindstone then unless it's just Me either part of him.
1: Ah, beat um, me.
0: But. but we will obviously be talking a lot more about vision as we get through this more. Um we next progress over to Thor. He's standing just kinda looking out over the cosmos. I believe this is inside the Milano, inside okay. of the Guardian yep. ship. Um and he says, So when they needed us, we could fight the battles. Now, if you look closely at what is happening in the windows that Thor's looking out of, it looks like there's fire, smoke, destruction or something's happening. And I I wonder if this is again the tease that building off of the Thor Ragnarok post-credit scene that Thanos came to, you know, get the Tesseract or whatever happened that led Thanos to the paths of Thor, Korg, Hulk, Loki, Valkyrie, everybody. Yeah and the the guardians pick him up bring him inside and they're like hey do you know anything about this and then he looks out at the in space and he just sees his ship that had all the rest of asgard citizens on it just on fire smoking and you know putting basically an end to the asgardian race
1: yeah that's gonna be a devastating kickstart for thor's plot lines uh, for this next these next two films, if that's the case, mm-hmm. any possibility that the flames coming off are from Xandar? Oh,
0: well, that's possible. I mean, we do
1: you know Thanos has to make a pit stop there, mm-hmm. right? Yes, that is true. I, I mean, we know
0: from yeah, as you alluded to, that in the trailer it shows that he has the Time Stone, they or not not the Time Stone, sorry, he has the Power Stone, aka the Orb from Guardians, mm-hmm. as well as the Space Stone, which is the Tesseract from you know avengers from you know captain america and right. many other films so he has those two for sure the order of which he gets them it looks like he has the power stone first mm-hmm. so um it would then stand to reason that yes he would attack xandar first but if thor's with the guardians i think he would already have the tesseract he would have the tesseract then as well so unless the Guardians are going back to show him the destruction right. of Xandar. we like, like... He's just confused about who Thanos is for whatever reason. And then they're like, look, he did this really bad thing as well as this other bad thing that affected mm-hmm. you. We need to help each other. And he's like, uh, okay. Yeah. I could see that.
1: Or possibly... They haven't been back to Xandar since it was destroyed, so it's just kind of like, hey, let's go to Z." Oh, nope, it's gone. Okay. <laughs> ah,
0: shoot. Uh, I don't know. I would hope that the Guardians are somehow involved with Thanos' attack on Xandar, that they know about it.
1: Perhaps that's their plot.
0: Yeah, I would like to think that, you know, Xandar gets attacked by Thanos er- very on- early on in the movie. Maybe John C. Reilly appears very briefly Hits up Star Lord <laughs> and is like, "Hey, we're under fire here. There's just there's a really big purple guy mm-hmm. attacking us, and he's he just took the orb. Right. We're all screwed." And then that's when the Guardians like, "Ah, oh, crap. Okay, we gotta we gotta get into this." And then you know, but they're too late. And then they go after to find Thanos, and that's when they come across Thor. I wonder if that is how
1: there we go.
0: Uh, this will all play out, but. The next thing we see then is we get to hear Black. We get to hear Scarlett Johansson's voice. Yep. She says that they never could. So again, this is all continuous, one sentence, one one statement. But we don't see her right away. Instead, we see Bruce Banner. We see Mark Ruffalo again, mm-hmm. not in his Hulk form, in his nope. Bruce Banner form. So even though he was worried of the Ragnarok that if he goes down to fight Fenris Wolf, that this could be the last time he ever turns. Right. That's not the case. He comes back somehow. He looks to be in Wakanda. Yep. And the big Hulkbuster arm is sitting <laughs> yeah. next to him.
1: They're very casual about it too. Yes. It looks like he doesn't look super distressed. No. Uh, the shot of um, Johansson or mm-hmm. you know um, Black Widow, she's just kind of like Bruce. You're just hilarious.
0: Well, I like that she just gives him like a nice little like half smile. Right. Like, it's good to see you. Yeah. Exactly. Like, you so know, they don't
1: seem too. They don't seem too distraught about whatever has happened, no. especially to the Hulk Buster.
0: And like I I I wonder if this is the first time they're seeing each other since he's back. Cause if so, either the circumstances at hand are just so large that they can't deal with the emotional baggage mm-hmm. and history that they have with one another. And there's like Alright, it's good to see you, we gotta <laughs> we yeah. gotta go deal with this other thing real quick. Um but I don't think that uh, you know because we see the Hulkbuster there. Yeah, as we'll get to later on, uh, we, we when we actually see it arrive in Wakanda, I don't. It's not. It's not going to be Tony there. It, no, it's it, Bruce is in the suit.
1: Bruce is in the Hulkbuster. Yeah, I think
0: Bruce is in the Hulkbuster. Oh, that would
1: be rad
0: because. Either he's afraid to transform again because again he has that fear of yeah, yeah if I if I transform I could lose it That's and they're like possible. all right well you got to get to Wakanda so we mm-hmm. don't we don't have any Quinjets we don't have anything and Tony's like all right, get in the Hulkbuster suit and then he's like Just uh, that uh, way. I don't know about that like I've had I have bad <laughs> memories with this <laughs> thing but then he, I mean he has to do it anyways right. so I think that could that'd be a fun way and I. Th- I mean, why else would just the arm of the Hulkbuster be right next yeah, to him? Yeah, he doesn't
1: know how to pilot this thing, and it's mm-hmm. more—it's much more playful. Oh, you flew that thing here? Well, it flew me here. Right. Okay, well, glad to see you.
0: Yeah, I, I bet busted. that could be because uh, this trailer in total doesn't have a lot of levity. No. And I, I mean, I imagine if Ruffalo is flying in the Hulkbuster, but mm-hmm. it's really, you know. The Friday program, the ones yeah. that piloted it, I could see him having some fun and being like, "I don't like this, right. uh, <laughs> yes. please, pull, please put me down." Or even I could see like Tony like forcing it on him against as well. Oh and yeah, being like, absolutely. Friday, Friday, take this guy, take him to Wakanda, and they're like, mm-hmm. okay, he's like, wait, what? No, 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 no. Yeah. And you know, we obviously see that he's he, he hulks out in Wakanda, so
1: yeah, exactly.
0: Uh, he's not gonna fight the hulkbusters, right? Soon.
1: And the only other possible explanation is that uh, Rhodey got it out there. Yeah. 'Cause he is on location there too, That's so true. possible.
0: I mean, yeah, I guess that I guess that would make that could be possible because H Voltron we only see the Hulk Buster when Iron Man is inside of it mm-hmm. in the Iron Man suit. Yep. So
1: it's more of an exosuit for the Iron Man suit. Right. It's just extra protection. So Exactly.
0: Um that that could that, that could very well be the case. Um but then we get all the establishment shots out of the way. We get, we get to see most of the original team. No Hawkeye. No Hawkeye at all in this trailer, actually. None. Um, which we'll get to as we kind of run down at the end of this who's missing from this, but after we get to see the Marvel Studios logo pop up, mm-hmm. get to hear that Silvestri score kick in, that's when we get that, that shot that you mentioned earlier of Wong, Doctor Strange, Bruce Banner, and Tony Stark standing in the Sanctum Sanctorum with the big hole in the stairs behind them, yeah. and something's clearly going wrong outside. And as the next couple of shots play out, we hear Josh Brolin's Thanos. Mm -hmm. It's not technically the first time we've heard him, you know, in Guardians, post credit scene of Age of Ultron, but he he has some gravitas to him this time around. There's no modification to his voice. It's just pretty much straight Brolin. And he says, in time, you will know what it's like to lose, to feel so desperately that you're right. That to fail all the same. Ooh. Great line.
1: It is a good line.
0: I love that. I love the way they're setting him up already. Um, but as far as the the scene that we're seeing on screen itself, uh, if you look very closely in Tony Stark's right hand, you can see a little light that looks like a flip phone, which Ooh. is the phone from the end of Captain America: Civil War. So clearly, I think you're probably more on track. Instead of my theory of oh Thanos throws <laughs> yeah. those Hulk into the Sanctum, that somehow, some some way, Bruce Banner winds up here on purpose. Tony Stark is called, and you know, Bruce explains to him all that's happened to him in the last couple of years, and then t- they re- then you know Doctor Strange with all of his magic powers and kind of overseeing the protection of Earth can sense the threat of Thanos coming, and you know they call. Tony explained that all to him and then Tony's like, uh, okay. Us four, <laughs> we're not gonna cut it. <laughs> right. We need backup. I gotta give my old pal a call. And that's when he finally, you know, puts their differences aside, calls Cap and's like, We got a problem. And we may not like each other anymore, but we have to come together to, to save the universe possibly. And I I like I like that out of detail if that's what it is.
1: I did not catch that. It is very subtle. It is. I'm looking at it, and it's just like there's just a little bit of a, like, yeah. a, um, there's some white light coming in, and then there's, like, fluorescent. Mm-hmm. And it's just like, oh, there it is. Nice.
0: Yeah. Uh, next shot we see then, we get to see Tom Holland back as Peter Parker. Mm-hmm. Uh, first time we see him in this trailer. And we also get our first look at Spidey Sense.
1: Which you know, is fantastic. It is.
0: It's fantastic. It's yeah.
1: not even like Goosebumps style like we'd seen um, in two previous movies. This is something a lot cooler. Yes.
0: But uh, it's also important to note, I mean, that you know, we, it, again, we didn't see this in Spider-Man Homecoming. Mm-hmm. There was somewhat of a big deal made about this. And, you know, I don't think this is a retcon, like, oh, well, he didn't have it then, but he has it now. Right. Um, I think it's just that he didn't necessarily need it in Homecoming, and now he's getting it because the threat is so large yes. that his Spidey senses just have overload. to pick up on mm-hmm. that. Whereas, you know, the threat of Vulture's attack may not have triggered a Spidey sense, but a threat as large, as powerful as Thanos and that weird metal ring in the sky is like Mm -hmm. hey (laughs) yeah that that doesn't look great
1: i mean there's a difference between you know being in the same area as your opponent and whatnot like you said like being in the same vicinity that'll you know click off sirens Mm -hmm. in your head but you're so far removed from it but you know the the idea that his hair just goes vump like from static or from just flat to totally static right because something's in the air uh, like that that's that dangerous it's very cool, and then you know, obviously, yeah. Look, look out on the let well, not the Brooklyn Bridge, but it's one of the bridges mm-hmm. out of the uh, Long Island, and you just see, oh snap, that should not be there,
0: right? Yeah, definitely. I don't know. I don't know what it is though. Like, it's a portal. That's what it's got to be. Mm-hmm. But what is it for? I mean, why do they have to use that specific, you know, that technology? Because um, you know, in you know, in Avengers, the Tesseract opened a portal. Right. I, mean, I guess it was just one, so if he wants multiple portals all throughout Earth to, you know, attack the Sanctum, get the Eye of Agamotto to attack Wakanda, and get possibly another Infinity Stone and to attack, you know, wherever else he needs to on Earth, then I could see that being uh, the way they explain that.
1: Or but, just, I mean, like, you know, Thanos can jump through portals, it seems, but uh, it's certainly interesting that... We, like, you know, I, I mean, I, I guess really guess anybody's guess. It could be a super weapon like the Death Star. But uh-huh. uh if the Black Order, they, they probably aren't as powerful. So they need some way to kind of like, you know, zoom in and out of places. Right. We're going to have a big showdown in New York City again. Or at least in the burbs because it doesn't look like we're in uh Manhattan. So, you know, they need a way to get around.
0: Yeah. So the next shot we see then, we get to see, you know, that Team Stark crew... On the streets of New York, Tony very dramatically, almost. If, I don't know if you ever watched CSI Miami, mm-hmm. um, but you know the star of that show would always put his glasses on very dramatically. Gotcha. This one, <laughs> it's the reverse where Tony's like, oh "No, there's a there's oh, a really big threat happening."
1: The Doctor Grant Jurassic Park. Yes, I can't believe there's a brachiosaurus in front of my face. <laughs> exactly. Look. Yes. Classic.
0: So what is what is he seeing? Is he seeing that giant circle? Mm-hmm. Um, there's a lot of destruction around Team Stark, which is you know Iron Man, Doctor Strange, Wong, and Hulk, um, but you know just Bruce Banner form. So something has obviously happened there. It, I don't. Is it that ring and it's you know it's starting to turn and you, you know it breaks buildings or has something possibly even thanos come and attacked and now they're like oh okay we have to
1: we gotta suit up boys (laughs) right i mean the eye of agamotto is in new york Mm -hmm. so that's so clear and that's the soul stone that is the uh time stone time stone right okay so someone's coming for that and if this thing is like maybe maybe it's a tool of one of the black order people to like make earthquakes or like to suss out where the stone is in New York possibly. That's possible. Whatever it is. Yeah, like you said, it's causing havoc and Tony is not happy to see it there. It almost looks like he's having um Avenger flashbacks, right. Infinity War flashbacks. I'm sure he is. Where you just, just like, oh no, not 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 now, not again. Oh, right. Boy. I mean uh, if
0: he's on the street in New York, he sees some circular object that mm-hmm. is causing destruction and mayhem. Yeah. I mean, I would probably have flashbacks to Avengers as well, uh, which may be the point of the whole thing, may may not be. Um, but you know, after that, then we cut, and we get we see somebody who appears to be Loki. They don't make it totally clear, but it's I mean, it's pretty clear that yeah. Loki is walking over some dead bodies. Mm-hmm. As that, Guardians, possibly, uh, probably, uh, probably. I mean, not. I would say ninety nine percent sure that it's you know as Guardians. There's
1: only one people group that we've met. The dress like Jedi Padawans, Mm -hmm. and those are Asgardians. And, you know, people are in their tunics. They look like they're from the olden times. So, um, And they're also just like in a fiery uh, cave or ship is what I'm
0: It looks like a ship. I mean, there's there's clearly, I think it looks like metal. And beams. Or, yeah, you know, some sort of structural stuff um, behind him. And uh, it would stand to reason that on the other side of that the other side of that frame is Thanos. That that would seem <laughs> totally logical. Mm-hmm. Um, and I mean, I think it, it would make the most sense. I mean, the setup in Thor Ragnarok of having Tom Hilson just stop and look at the Tesseract right. was so obvious yeah. as a setup to Infinity War that you know it was it was just anybody could have picked that out. And now to see it confirmed that yeah he he has it <laughs> and he's offering it up. To Thanos, probably as a, you know, you know on my knees, please don't you know, do anything to me. I'm sorry it took so long. I'm sorry I lost this originally. Right. I've got it back. Yeah. Don't worry. It's all, we're all good. But I don't think it goes according to plan for Loki. I,
1: I, I don't. You know what? I have no idea. Maybe this is his last I think, act I as think a person. He, I think he's the
0: first casualty.
1: You know, that's very possible. I'm going to choose to not believe I it. I hope not. Um, But, yeah, I mean, Loki getting vaporized or... Ugh, you know but what? I, I can't just, I th- even say. I think it would make the most sense for
0: Loki's arc if, you know, after all this time, it does, you know, end with Thanos being the one to send him off. Because I think, you know, he started down this path with Avengers, he got the Tesseract, he lost it, and now if he's offering it up to Thanos again, being like, hey... I got it. Don't worry. We're all squared away. We're good now, right? We can be buddies. Mm-hmm. And what better way to establish Thanos as a threat than to kill arguably the best villain that MCU has had on the on the uh. film side and be like, all right, thanks. It doesn't matter to me. And, you know, you're a
1: goner. It just – I mean, you know, I guess, yeah, that would be the end of it. I don't – to me – it would suck to have Loki go out that way. Yeah. But I understand the poetic justice it would do to um Thor's uh, you know, chiding to him at the end of Ragnarok or near the end of mm-hmm. Ragnarok when we almost complete the second act. Yeah. And which is him saying, Loki, you just never change. Right. You always uh, stay the same and you're never gonna be anything better than you are. And right. then here we are, Loki Watches everyone just go down around him, pulls out the tesseract, and it's like, all right, here it is. Yeah, I did, got it for you. I'm done. We're good. And then vaporized.
0: Yeah. Uh, yeah, you know, just, you know, but after that, you know, whether or not Loki makes out of that scene, um, you know, is up for debate, obviously. And, you know, he is featured in the Infinity War poster that they released at Comic Con. Mm-hmm. So that could, you know, you know, add credibility to the fact that he would make it past this. But again, if he does, what role would he have? Um, That is, you know, a big question if he does make it past that scene. But after that, you know, we see, you know, Loki offering up the Tesseract. But then we get to see the turn of that. And obviously Thanos has accepted it because we see him for really the first time. Again, I know we saw him at the end of Age of Ultron. In hologram form in Guardians, or even in actual form in Guardians as well. And then, you know, briefly at the end of The Avengers for the very first time. But this is the first time we've seen him fully. We've seen, we get to see Josh Brolin actually getting to act mm-hmm. as he steps through a portal, obviously created by the Space Stone. And these VFX look real
1: good. It makes Steppenwolf look like child's play, man. <laughs> right? <laughs> Holy smoke. I mean, he's in broad daylight too. They've got sunshine on his face, and usually you keep your CGI villains in a dark atmosphere Mm -hmm. and things like that to, you know, hide away some of that stuff. There he is, broad daylight, uh, Mm -hmm. looking phenomenal. He's
0: just so detailed. I mean, there are shots later on in this trailer where you could tell me, "Oh yeah, well, you know, CGI was getting too expensive, and we found a way to do it with with prosthetics Mm -hmm. on the close-up shots," and I would believe you. That's like how good some of these shots are. But just this first look of him, the thing—the thing that catches me—I know you. I mean, it's—it's it's insane. The thing that always catches me when I look at these shots of Thanos now is his eyes. Yeah. Those are Josh Brolin's eyes. Mm-hmm. Like it's Josh Brolin's face. It's just pink. There's no hair. I guess it's purple technically. Yeah. But, like, again, like I, I, you know, after Justice League or even you know, before that, I was like, Sigh. I mean, that—that's—that—that would be the one big concern with Infinity War from me right. before this trailer. Complete is, CG villains can they pull that off effectively? And the early indications are it's a big yes. Mm-hmm. And it's great to see not only from, you know, we, we start to get his char- his uh, character motivations in this trailer, yeah. see what he can do and kind of throw around some heroes. But that's only, I mean, even though his the way he acts and the way he's portrayed is a big part of him, how he looks is also going to define how great of a villain Thanos obviously is. Yeah. And the fact that, Marvel is obviously committed to this, and they're putting a lot of money clearly into making him look great. I think that speaks volumes, and it will, you know, hopefully take away any chance of Thanos being a disappointment, um, you know, as a villain that they've been building to for you know nearly you know you know seven or eight years at this point.
1: Yeah, I mean, who do you know who's doing VH uh, production on this? Is it Industrial Um, Light and Magic? I
0: am not. Positive. Okay. I know
1: Andy Circus was involved a uh, little it. bit
0: to help, you know, because he's just, you know, he's the motion performance capture master at this point. Yep. so uh, Earl
1: Russell Earl from uh, Industrial Light and Magic yeah. are helming it. So I mean that makes good, sense. Good gracious. I mean, other
0: than you know, like War for the Planet of the Apes stuff, like this is, I mean, one of the best VFX things I've seen. In a very long time.
1: Yeah, I mean, you have to... uh, They're obviously adopting... You have to stay with the visual language, too. Making Thanos look like a real person, like a real monkey type of a deal. Mm -hmm. That's out of the question. And and so they... Yeah, they definitely got this just right. Because I'm looking at him, I buy that he's a real person or Mm -hmm. a real humanoid. uh, But also, I mean, it's very comic book and and yeah I, l- I love it yeah and i love
0: the voiceover that's happening throughout all of these various thanos related shots where it's thanos again speaking he says dread it run from it destiny still arrives and during that final part is when he pops on the screen for the first time mm-hmm. uh, which is great editing for the trailer itself but then once the space portal behind him disappears what we see behind him is maybe some more of that you know, that one machine in the background there yeah. is clearly blue skies white mm-hmm. clouds it's it's he's clearly on earth right but the the mechanic stuff behind him uh that's where it gets a little hazy for me and confusing i'm not sure what's happening um unless thanos has sent his army ahead of time which would make sense and they've already been causing mayhem and then he arrives with a couple infinity stones like all right Locked and loaded. Let's uh, let's get down to business.
1: Yeah, there's some. It, there's definitely kind of desolation there. I mean, it, it almost looks like it could be Wakanda because there's some architectural in the background that that we haven't really seen before. Mm-hmm. Within, but things,
0: so. there's also like debris floating in the background.
1: Yeah. So I. But there's yeah. So there, to the left of him, it looks like there's that circular machine as well. Mm-hmm. Is that but then, possible? But then the
0: right of him. There's like a thing with there's like a circular device with spikes coming out, yeah, a spiral, so i don't like I don't that. know what that is unless that comes out of the mm-hmm. big circular thing in the sky,
1: which is highly possible, maybe it's a ship for the invasion, perhaps
0: yeah, possibly um so moving on from that, then we gotta see the iron spider suit, what we are calling in it action and again, VFX effects on this thing look really, really good.
1: Yeah, for a six-month-in-advance a six month in advance trailer as well. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, at, you, you could argue Spidey does need to have some finer details yeah. put on there, and I'm sure they will. But uh, I'm, I'm more in awe of the suit. I'm so stoked to see it on someone right. and finally in a film, which you would, I never thought we would have gotten to this point. <laughs> no, actually, let me rephrase that. We should have been at this point like six years ago, but yeah. nobody could really get there. Uh, they get their things together for uh, Spider-Man series to last mm-hmm. long enough to introduce the iron suit. So, uh, yeah, he looks he looks epic. And I don't know what he's going to do on that thing, but <laughs> good luck,
0: Peter. No idea, because he's just, like, clinging to the side of it. I mean, that thing was really high up there, so he clearly had to do some web slinging yeah. to get on up there to begin with. But, I mean, just looking at the detailed versions of the suit, it you can see the Iron Man influence clearly i mean it looks mm-hmm. iron man armor esque and like the way it's formed around him uh which is very cool then we get to see his eyes light up yeah uh so again more of those upgrades for spidey but then one of the more intriguing parts of this trailer come it we see this like again very circular mechanical thing out in space it would appear and there's this bright light behind it and then they they cut and Thor is there, like holding onto a lever. Mm-hmm.
1: What what is this thing? I I don't know at all. I have not. I have not the slightest clue. Because yeah, there's a there's a wide shot of him. You know, like almost like Hercules, like struggling in the light to right. you know keep the darkness at bay, type of a deal. And uh, is it a hangar bay? And that's where the light's leaking in at? Um, Maybe is it a horizon. That's what I was wondering.
0: Because I was like, I had to watch it again a couple more times. Be like, is he? actually trapped there and he's like he's like a prisoner and something that opened up a hanger and like that's why he was like struggling so he's mm-hmm. trying to get free but it doesn't it looks like he's just holding on and trying he's trying to do some of that lever that's in his left hand yeah he's trying to do something with it and turn something off or turn something on even possibly um but what that is i have no idea i, I don't know if it's some space defense system, or if it's a weapons system, <laughs> maybe it's the latest invention from rocket. Uh, I've, I don't, <laughs> that's quite I don't an know. Accomplishment for rocket. But I mean, it's, 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 it's huge. And I don't know where that fits in, but I mean, maybe that's during Thanos's initial attack on that Asgardian ship. And he's trying to trigger some defense or something. Yeah. Um, to stop Thanos from attacking them. I could see that being one possible explanation to it. Uh, but the next thing we see then, we get to see a very brief glimpse of Proxima Midnight as a human. He- Milliseconds. Yeah. It they, they launches uh, its spear mm-hmm. into the darkness only to be caught and then revealed to be a bearded Captain America. Yeah. Stepping out of the darkness. And, you know, it's not a lot, but we get to see Proxima Midnight, which is cool. Mm-hmm. And we got to see Bearded Cap for the first time officially. Yep, which is obviously a lot of people are already loving.
1: <laughs> yeah, uh, you did I mean you jumped ahead a little bit, uh, or not jumped uh, ahead, but you just kind of missed. Chadwick Bozeman is oh, alive, yes. so that's good well, news. Yeah. <laughs> or not Chadwick Bozeman, but well, uh, both T'Challa as well. Yes. We see Chadwick Boseman's T'Challa alive and mm-hmm. giving commands about the city yep, and whatnot. He says
0: uh, evacuate the city, engage all defenses, and then one of the best lines mm-hmm. and get this man a shield. Yes. Now there's, you know, already conversations starting of who is he talking to or talking about specifically, because the next shot is Captain America stepping out of the darkness. Right. But we see, we know that Bucky is there. We know that Bucky's in there. Is he like, all right, we gotta go fight, and Bucky needs a shield because otherwise he's defenseless or something. Mm-hmm. And then that's a subtle way to pass on the Captain America mantle, maybe. Nah. Or, uh, once we get later on in the trailer, I think there's potential that he is getting an energized shield.
1: Um, oh, yeah. I mean, listen, I don't want to jump too far, right. but there's an epic hero shot at the end of this trailer. Mm-hmm. And you look at his uh, – Captain America is wearing some very awesome gauntlets. Yeah, his,
0: uh, his forearms <laughs> are a bit more covered than they normally are.
1: Yeah. So, uh, I mean, and plus he's in the land of vibranium, so he could yeah. go either way. You know, They could give him a vibranium Maybe it's both. A shield. Maybe it's yeah. Maybe those are made out of vibranium Mm -hmm. and they extend or something clever. I don't know. The potential is yeah, astounding.
0: It very much is. Um, so we again continue to progress. See Cap step out of the shadows. Get to see Scarlet Witch again. She looks
1: happy. It looks like she's seeing Cap for the first time. Oh, okay,
0: he's alive. Um, which does that mean that she is also about an approximate midnight, and then Cap just shows up. Um, out of the blue or what hap- what's happening there is unclear but then getting back to the Hulkbuster armor mm-hmm. we see it arrive in Wakanda but it's not a you know it's not that graceful sort of landing we always, ex- we always see from Tony Stark right. it's, it's more of a Hulkish landing which I think again lends credence to the theory that this is Bruce Banner in the suits arriving for yeah. the big battle so uh, then we cut, get to see Black Widow in action with her new blonde look. And she is stabbing somebody very aggressively in the chest. Mm-hmm. S- somebody that's clearly taller than her. Yep. Is it one of the Black Order? Is it Proxima Midnight? Probably not Cole
1: Obsidian. Is it Corvus Glaive? We don't know. She's got a, spe- she's got a, Wanakanian, Wanakanian? a Wakandan. Wakandan spear. And it looks like Proxima Midnight was the one we found. Um, hanging out there at least you know there for some kind of reason mm-hmm. so perhaps that's what she's doing you know putting the final blow on somebody it's possible so. i wonder
0: if it is uh, cause we you know soon in the trailer we see corvus glaive attempting to pull the mind stone out of vision skull mm-hmm. maybe cap and black widow show up as support and she's able to disarm corvus glaive and use his spear against him Maybe that is me that is what's happening here. Um, after that, we get to see just you know a nice establishing sh- establishing shot of Doctor Strange. Yep. In the city, there's clearly debris around him and whatnot. Uh, he's looking up the skies. Something is happening there. Uh, the Eye of Agamotto is closed, so you can't tell if he still has the Time Stone or not, uh, which is very clever. But uh, I would. You know tend to believe that he still does have it if yeah. he's still wearing it he's still standing right. you know, just the the what would it be an amulet mm-hmm. itself doesn't have any power right. as far as we've been told it's the stone that is powering the amulet, so why would he continue to wear it right. unless he's like, well, I gotta wear it in case I get it mm-hmm. back mm-hmm. which yeah. could make sense or he
1: digs his bling yeah. one of the two i mean
0: it's very it's very fashionable, mm-hmm. so then we cut and we see a couple of giant spikes come crashing into the forest. Again, appears to be on the outset of Wakanda. So Wakanda's clearly going to have a big factor in this movie. Yeah, But, I mean, what? I mean, again, Thanos is bringing some new m- machinery with him. But, I again, I don't know what this is doing unless it's a, another teleportation thing. Um, you know, later on in the trailer, we see a bunch of aliens come running out of the forest where these appear to be set. Yeah. So it could be just a giant transportational hub sort of system. Mm-hmm. troop blood. like, you know, if, you know, if you remember transformers three, got it, uh, the dark side of the moon, like the one really old prime has like all of these like pods and he sets them up across the world so they can, you know, they can basically there's transportation systems Got and it. i mean that could be something similar to this hopefully executed better uh than a transformers movie
1: yeah i mean there's no no possible possibility they're like troop carriers or do you think they're actually oh yeah like i guess i guess that,
0: I guess that could make sense as well i mean trying to look at them again because I don't know uh, why
1: you would, like, unless you – I don't know why if, like, this was super important to your mission, you would just send it hurtling into the ground. It was just like, all true. right, I don't really care who gets off this thing because there's a right. like, ton of them there.
0: Yeah, that, I mean, that, that is a good call. <laughs> I I would probably buy that more than my theory. So uh, after that, then we kind of see some of the action yeah. From this, from the, the, that this movie is going to hold. We get to see a very Josh Straley-looking Captain America. What? Uh, that is too Fighting – a uh, weird
1: alien i you know a rip off of ridley scott's xenomorph <laughs> <Really>? <laughs> right i mean that's what it really looks like I mean, it's you got, got four
0: arms it. it's clearly very tall it's
1: got that like you know um very cylinder cylinder shaped neck coming yes. out so if i mean if it had a tail people would be like they ripped off the xenomorph right
0: <laughs> but i mean clearly things are going down in wakanda <laughs> Uh, You can see some other Wakandan warriors behind Cap. I think even Black Panther is directly behind him uh, in one of these shots. But, I mean, things are worse for the wearer for these heroes. And then we cut to see Black Panther fighting one of these uh, aliens, which have been identified possibly as Outriders. I don't know what, I don't have very much familiarity with them. Um, So I don't know what they necessarily can bring. But, I mean, clearly it's just another way for Thanos to have a bunch of minions mm-hmm. that are different than the Jatari this time around. And uh, these ones look a little more adept uh, for some brawling.
1: Oh, yeah. Dude, if you take a look at these things, they're definitely Outriders. And if you look at them. Uh-huh. Holy smokes, they look like xenomorphs. I mean... There's even a shot of one, like, with a bunch of eggs around it. <laughs>
0: I mean, I mean... I mean, comics have been known to rip off a few things here sure. and there. So, yeah. you know, depending on when these things are created, I don't know that info. Uh, oh,
1: I gotcha. No, but I hear ya. It would, mm-hmm.
0: uh, you know, stand would- to reason that you know they're like, hey, aliens really popular. Let's uh, get a version of these in the Marvel universe. I hear that. So then, this thing just keeps on going. Mm-hmm. We get a shot of Spider-Man <laughs> trying. <laughs> keyword trying. <laughs> to fight Thanos mm-hmm. and failing miserably. Uh, like yeah,
1: he is on the ground, like almost like almost looks like the knockout blow for the dude.
0: Yeah, like things are not going well for Peter Parker. Like he probably thought, you know, all right, I did pretty well in Civil War. Mm-hmm. I disarmed Cap and now I proved Tony Stark wrong and I beat the vulture. I lost the girl, but I still saved the city. Yep. This time just gonna find an alien no biggie one-on-one it looks like whoever made that call i mean if if that's tony's call tony you're being a bad mentor yeah this kid is young he's inexperienced and you're pitting him up against somebody as powerful as thanos and he's just getting choked out and Mm -hmm. i mean it doesn't look good
1: yeah i well you know you know really i think did we I don't want to make a too big of a leap here mm-hmm. during trailer breakdown. Yes. But Spider-Man's getting his butt kicked. Yes. And Tony seems to be distraught about something early off and on in this yes. trailer. Now, we spoke a while back, Cooper, about Spider-Man's sequel and how it's going to be dealing with the aftermath of Infinity War in some uh-huh. ways. Uh, you, whatever's happening here is going to be uber traumatic to Spider-Man.
0: Do you think he, it's, you know, hang up the
1: suit sort of stuff? It is... Oh, something very tragic happened to me, and now I don't know if I can go on. Like, you know, I don't know. If so I, can I go? Can anyone just say this then? So
0: it's amazing Spider-Man two slash Spider-Man three, kind of.
1: Kind of. Only it'd be amazing Spider-Man. What do you think happens? I think Tony's gonna get killed in this movie. In this movie, really trying to protect Spider-Man. Nah, he's sticking around at least for Avengers four. Maybe I could see him dying then. Because these next frames just chalk up something desperate is happening yeah. on this orange planet. Parker is injured gravely. Someone's got to save him. Tony's right there. Yeah. With no suit again. With no suit. Why? Which I
0: think, again, I mean, we talked, that, I believe this before we started recording, that like the suit he is wearing is like a track suit, but it has Iron Man elements to it, so I don't know if that's just a fashionable way for him to always have his Iron Man suit with him, mm-hmm. um, but I mean, he... Eventually, when we see it you know very soon that he does suit up, yeah after we get a couple more shots of Tony looking a little terrorized, but um I do think I mean again, if we go back to the d twenty three description yep, there was descriptions of a scene playing out that looks similar to the very first scene we see of this trailer where Peter Parker is being held by Tony Stark and he Peter's basically apologizing, saying, "I'm sorry, I'm sorry, I I couldn't do it," and huh. I wonder if you know Thanos puts a beating on Parker, and Tony's got to come in and be like, "Hey, Thanos, like back off, pick on somebody else," and like comes in to save him, and you know then you know maybe the rest of the uh, some other heroes come in to help save the day, and then this movie ends with mm. Peter being like super like in bad shape and just being like, "Oh, I don't oh, I don't know if I can do this anymore." Yeah. Like I I'm not cut out for this. I'm sorry I let you down. And I I, I mean, that could be interesting.
1: Right. I mean, you know, like in like when you said Tony's looking uh, I don't know, you used a word that I think would just totally undersold it. He he's a man who's like witnessing you know his family be like being taken from him, or you know the mm-hmm. worst possible thing ever in a, a back within a setting that looks like it's you know a complete hellscape. Right. So, uh, good goodness me, I don't know what's going on there. I mean, I, don't, I mean, I'm, I'm guessing, but Tony dealt with like you know PTSD in Iron Man three. Mm-hmm. This looks like nothing I've ever seen him have to deal with before.
0: No, holy so. Uh, again, we'll try to wrap this up uh relatively quickly but uh we don't want to rush through anything. The next shot we see then, Vision on the ground, mm-hmm. Proxima Midnight or not Proxima Midnight, Corvus Glaive over top of him trying to pull out that mind stone and uh Vision's in some pain. Yeah. Do you think that it works? Do you think he do you think he rips it out in that moment and they just showed a very key scene of the movie and a death of an avenger?
1: Yeah. I think so. Okay. I think this is the one where it's not like a you know, I uh, um. Oh, this looks bad, but we'll save them. Mm-hmm. I think this is uh, this looks bad because it is bad. <laughs> okay. They've got to complete the gauntlet. Maybe I hope so. you know, maybe it isn't in this scene, right? But maybe it's right after. So I want, I I, I wonder afterwards. if Cap
0: and Widow come in, defend them a little bit, and you know have to they save Vision momentarily, and then it's okay. Well, you know, we get it later on in the movie.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: So then we see. Thanos putting the space stone into his gauntlet right next to the power stone, so he has those two at least. We never see a shot of his thumb in the trailer, so he could have a third one as well that we don't know about. Yep, uh, then again, we cut to another scene of Thanos fire all around him in the background, and again, the VFX is incredible in this scene. Uh, I mean, you could just sp- feel it and uh, throughout this section of the trailer Thanos is saying fun is something one or fun is not something one considers when balancing the universe but this does put a smile on my face Mm -hmm. so another menacing line we see a shot of Iron Man and some armor. It look. This is one of the shots where the VFX clearly isn't done on this. It looks very uh, video gamey. Yeah. But again, we're six months out, so there's plenty of time for them to uh, make this one look a little bit cleaner. Mm-hmm. Um, but again, this is Iron Man. The suits have never been that detailed outside of the very first movie because it was a real suit. Yep. Uh, mostly. So, I mean, this is just kind of the look of them now. Um, but you know, if if Iron if you know, Spider-Man was getting having a tough time with Thanos. Uh <laughs> what Thanos does to Iron Man is just totally disrespectful. Yeah. No like, kidding. He just he squeezes the glove, lights up the stones, and just punches him right in the face, and Iron Man just drops like a ragdoll. Looks like he's out cold. Oof. And again, it's just like the mistreatment of these heroes. <laughs> yeah. Is like again, Marvel is delivering I believe on Thanos and making him not like oh well you know Iron Man can get a couple licks in no Mm -hmm. one shot KO (laughs) like he's out for the count (laughs) like I don't want to see you know I don't want to see Spider-Man like go toe to toe with Thanos he can't he's not powerful enough I don't want to see Iron Man I don't want to see Bucky do the same they they can't you know if they replicate the comic moment where Cap puts on the Infinity Gauntlet and is like you know challenges him basically like hey it's you and me let's go okay we, right. can, we can do that sort of thing, but I don't want to see, like, you know, these lower-level people try to attack Thanos and c- maybe get a few hits in here or there. Mm-hmm. You know, like, Thanos needs to deliver on all fronts and not, you know, get let any cheap shots come in his way. Right. So, uh, again, as we wrap this trailer up, we see Bucky and Wakanda loading a gun. Uh, we see Black Panther kind of claw up, as he does. uh brings out his claws then we see Fa- falcon flying over wakanda as a big battle enrages rages uh in the terrain and we see you know hulk buster fighting there
1: yeah out in um, the
0: middle of there. Just... so i don't know if that's prior to bruce's turn in the mm-hmm. buster or if that is maybe friday controlling it separately or what's happening there yeah um that's interesting then we see the alien race the outriders just I mean, thousands possibly of them yep. come running out of the forest to attack, and on the other side of this cliff, yeah, this is my favorite. A
1: clip. thousand Wakandan
0: warriors, yeah,
1: just but, like here we go. Mm-hmm, but the best part is uh, T'Challa is out front. Black oh, Panther yeah. is out front, and you know it's it's got that. Uh, Ah, uh, That Aragorn Lord of the Rings 3 oh, yeah. vibe to it where he's just like running out there and everyone else is like, oh, I guess we better go follow well, him. Okay, we're good. <laughs> Got to go follow our king. Okay, <laughs> mm-hmm.
0: let's do this. Um, and then the money shot of the trailer.
1: Yeah.
0: Bucky, Black Widow, War Machine, Hulk, Falcon, Akoi, Cap, and Black Widow mm-hmm. all running together yep. <laughs> with, again, the army of Wakandans <laughs> oh. behind them. Oh, and, the payoff! Oh man, I mean that's just an epic shot.
1: Yeah, Captain America's got like the flow going; his oh, hair's yeah. blowing in the wind. <laughs> uh, you know, just like you know, the payoff. It, the Black Panther's get up looks a lot more panthery in mm-hmm. this shot too. I mean, I've uh, y- it's been a little bit more like just kind of like face mask in a while, but this yeah. one here just looks like they've really, you know, it's definitely taking a new approach, mm-hmm. which looks epic.
0: So uh clearly Wakanda is I think half of the final battle. Yeah. I think we're seeing mm-hmm. half of the final battle between you know Iron Man and Spidey on that orange looking planet, fighting Thanos, and then the other half is on Earth with the rest of the heroes yep. battling it out to protect Wakanda because as many have theorized, it's the house of the final infinity stone, the Soul Stone. So again, Black Panther be in the movie that leads directly into Infinity War is going to have uh, some big things to say in setting up this movie, just as many probably as Thor Ragnarok did, um, you know, which should be great, hopefully. But uh, you know, the big mystery to this is we see you know one shot of Thor in this mm-hmm. until the button scene of the trailer, because now Marvel is doing you know post trailer scenes basically, <laughs> yeah. uh, which is which is great, and it's Thor eye patch. So this is definitely spoilers for Thor Ragnarok. Mm-hmm. This trailer is uh, he's got either some ash or dirt or something all over his face. Uh, and he looks off screen and goes, who the hell are you? Or who the hell are you guys? Yeah. And
1: then it cuts and it's the Guardians. There's mm-hmm. like Mantis is like, hey, yeah. hey, and we're th- here. The weird thing about this shot too is they look, and I don't know why, but they seem alien in this shot. And it was just kind of like, Thor's there And then you flash over to them And I'm kind of like Who yeah Who are these guys (laughs) I've seen two of their movies But who are they Right And it's almost I don't know what What they've done Like Peter Quill I mean Chris Pratt's face Is like I don't know It just feels distorted A little bit across (laughs) there And I don't know If it's because everyone else Is out of focus Or what the deal is Right And then teenage Groot's Kind of poking his head out Like Adolescent Groot Oh I'm sorry That
0: is the official term From James Gunn
1: Got it Because he's not
0: a teenager He is you know you know, the eight or nine or something. Right. Huh. Um, yeah, I think, uh, I think I mean, like, the alien element of it, I think is a fun thing because even though audiences know these characters, to 95% of the MCU core characters, mm-hmm. nobody knows about the Guardians. Yeah. And so to have them kind of be, like, these wild cards being like, like, uh, who are you guys? What are you doing here? Yeah. It's, like, a fun, like, element to throw in. But also, like, this is the only thing we see of them they're not. We don't see them at any other points in the movie. Right. We don't see Thor. They're not in the Battle of Wakanda. Nope. That's for sure. So they're probably on that off world, mm-hmm. joining up with Team Stark. But we don't see that at all. So if that is how their arc plays out, there's a, a lot of things that we don't we have not seen yet.
1: This is. I mean, this, it has all the elements of Which is Star great. Wars Episode Three. Man, <laughs> I tell you what.
0: Well, I mean, it's the best prequel. So okay.
1: Exactly. Well, you know, but the the idea that nothing is going to go the way it planned for, you know, Mm -hmm. that we think it could go planned Uh, and everyone, I mean, there's a fourth film, you know, already lined up and being shot right now. Right. So there has to be a desperation at the end of this film, you know, a darkness that Mm -hmm. has to be, you know, at least tried to, you know, gets. Try to be taken out in the next film, right? Somehow, some way. So
0: that also somehow allows Ant-Man and the Wasp to come out a couple months after and not have the world be destroyed. Mm-hmm. And then you know, Captain Marvel takes place t- thirty years before these events, so right, it doesn't have that problem. But uh, I mean, it, it, we have plenty of time to speculate on how this movie is going to end. Mm-hmm. Um, but you know, it's just it's it's great to finally see something. I I mean, I've seen some people who've been like. You know, it was was good. It was fine, but a little underwhelming because, but I think that's just because of the hype that has surrounding this movie, the hype that came out of the Comic Con trailers. Mm -hmm. Um, You know, there are certain points where expectations almost can't be met. But, I mean, I do think, I mean, but, I mean, if you're, I if, you're, if you're upset that, you know, certain characters weren't included or that certain moments, I can understand that. You know, I'm a little bummed, but to say it's a disappointment is uh, an exaggeration. Well, what do
1: you want them to do? Release the entire movie yes. early? This is a yes. this is a teaser trailer, <laughs> folks. I, you know, because I thought that, too. I was like, that was a little, eh, okay. You know, I'm not going to, you know, bow down before this thing. Right. Know, start a religion based off of it. But that was, <laughs> you know, that was what you would want in a tease of a movie yeah. that they want you to go see without... You know, spelling everything out for us. Right, like,
0: you know, I was expecting, you know, that huge... The moment that everybody was talking about after the D23 footage was Thanos throwing pieces of a moon at the Avengers. Mm -hmm. And, like, that scene has been playing in my mind for five months now. And I'm like, I want to see that. So the fact that I didn't get it here, I was like, ah, that's a little disappointing. But I got so much other great stuff that I can't be like, oh, this trailer sucks. Right. It didn't, like, the best part of the trailer is probably like Thanos' VFX and then the money shot at the end. Mm -hmm. But again, like I didn't have that visceral reaction of like, oh my gosh, like, you know, if Thanos was hurling a moon at (laughs) my favorite people, yeah, like, you know, so maybe they missed out on that little section, but there's so much good stuff to pull from this that uh, is great. And before we get out of here, we skipped over one other element um, that, you know, we don't we, in black Panthers line, he says, you know, get this man a shield. Mm-hmm. Uh, and again, you talk about the, the, the gauntlets at the end. We can see those in the final moments, which is great. So um, as we close this out, uh, there's a couple, there's like one question kind of, there's a couple people missing. Yeah. So we don't see Hawkeye at all. No, which is strange. We don't even hear him. Mm-hmm. He's the only OG of Avenger not <laughs> seen, heard or mentioned in the trailer. Uh, which is a little disappointing. I don't know why you would get do that to Jeremy Renner. Um, yeah. But then we don't see Nebula, which makes sense because she's not technically part of the Guardian. So she mm-hmm. wouldn't be in the Milano with them. And then we don't see Ant-Man as far as we know. Yeah. Maybe he is <laughs> you know, a pixel <laughs> exactly. size uh, in one of these frames. But as far as the naked eye can see, he is not in these. So, do you have any concerns about how these characters are going to be involved?
1: Two of those make sense. You don't expect to see Ant-Man because he's a loner. Mm-hmm. He gets picked up. By, he's not a part of Team Cap, really. No. And Hawkeye's got his family, so and he had to disappear, too. So, he's he's elsewhere, too. Yeah. You know, he's not going to go to Wakanda with his family. Right. Uh, so, I mean, Ant-Man's obviously going out and doing his next movie. Right. Or, you know, so I don't know the timetable of that film. Mm-hmm. But... Yeah, so those I'm not concerned about them. You know, no. I wouldn't be surprised if Ant-Man's not in the
0: movie. He's in the movie. Okay. Um but yeah, he's But it's not going to I don't think it's going to be a huge role. Like right. maybe he'll show up in Wakanda at the very end
1: mm-hmm. or,
0: you know, Cap will be like, "Hey, man, we need to do this thing." And he's like, "I, I can't. It's my All daughter's right. birthday or something. Like, right, I can't yeah. miss it." And like, okay, whatever. Like, I'd rather them not shoehorn in these characters for the final up because they feel like they have to. Yeah, as long as they're going to be in Avengers four in big roles, and it seems like Ant Man should have a decent sized role in Avengers four, and Hawkeye should have a really big role in Avengers four based on everything from the set. So,
1: Ant Man's in California, isn't he? Yes. So, yeah, okay, so depending on what he's up to, I mean, his scenes will just be like, I should probably go get to New York. Right. And then it's just him and, uh, not Carlos Pena, Perry but... Uh, Michael Pena. Michael Pena, yeah. You know, bussing across country <laughs> Get a 30-minute
0: road trip between them. <laughs> the movie's like six hours long. Uh, that would be great. Um, I mean, I could see him, like, coming in and being like, you know, uh, we have all these questions about the quantum realm and, tr- mm-hmm. you know, all this time travel stuff, and they're like... And, you know, somehow through the grapevine, Tony Stark's heard about your, you know, maybe Ant-Man told Falcon one day, like, hey, you know, this one time I shrunk really tiny, mm-hmm. went to this really unknown realm, and then I came back. And he's yeah. like, okay, that's cool, whatever, I hate you. And then they're like, oh, uh, that may be helpful. And they're like, they call him in to get some advice on that sort of thing. I don't know. Um, and Hawkeye, yeah, I think he's probably with his family. and away from these events until something bad happens. And right. then he's like, all right, back in this mm-hmm. <laughs> once more. Um, so I, th- I think that's it. I think we I think we did it. And that is? <laughs> in an hour and eight minutes. It's all it took. Infinity War trailer. <laughs> oh, boy. Can't wait for the next one. <laughs>
1: yeah, only six, two and uh, two and a half, three more months. Yes. Yeah. I mean, yeah, we'll get that one before Black Panther. We'll
0: get one for Black Panther. So it just depends on, again, how much of a lead up they want to give before that movie comes out to give the second official trailer for Avengers Infinity War. Mm -hmm. So for the time being, that's it. This is our pre-100th episode. Yes. Uh, Even though it's basically an entire episode's length uh, already. But we're going to be back doing a recap of the first 100 episodes, kind of looking Mm -hmm. back uh, and also talking some of the news that came out this week and uh you know there's some good stuff there so super good stuff definitely be sure to tune in uh for our 100th episode this week and before we sign off here i did want to mention uh because you know we try to be active on social media as best we can um and i put out you know hey tell us your thoughts on the avengers trailer because we want to hear them and so uh you know our one-time collaborator who is, you know, unfortunately she's yet to come back is Amanda Morris. She was on for our Wonder Woman review uh, and we're, you know, trying to figure out a way to get her back on eventually. And uh, she tweeted me and said, I'm feeling so many things and I have so many questions and I've never been happier. And uh, that's a great summary yes. <laughs> of how to feel after watching that's this trailer. Great. So... Uh, Just wanted to share her thoughts on that since she wanted to share it with us. We thought we'd share it with you. And hope you guys enjoyed our thoughts on it. If you did, please subscribe, share, retweet, and more. Plus, our Tunes give us a five-star review with comments telling us, you know, why you've listened for 100 episodes or maybe the last 50 or maybe this is your first one. Whatever the case is, let us know why you listened, what's going to keep you listening, and, uh, you know, if there's anything we can change to improve the show, definitely let us know because... That's obviously what we're. Mm-hmm. <laughs> we'd rather make a better show for you than a worse one. So, um, amen. That's really all we have for this week. So, be sure to touch your thoughts on everything we covered. By us at Friends of Film. We give updates on the podcast, new news, and more. You can find me personally on Twitter at Movie Cooper
1: and Coops underscore Hoops. And you can get at me Josh. at just Joshua Ryan. And
0: thanks again, Fortune, and to the Friends of Film podcast. Josh, thanks for stopping by, everyone, and be sure to return in a couple of days for our 100th episode.